Welcome to the Ronin Rabbit, episode 108. This is a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore, and there are going to be spoilers. Now, to get in touch with me, you can tweet me at Teal Productions, T-E-A-L. The episodes I post on Facebook on the Usagi Yojimbo Dojo Facebook page. Thank you, Steve. BigTimeNoise.com slash Rabbit is the website. Leave a comment there. Or you can email the show at usagipodcast at gmail.com. Now, our story comes from the Dark Horse Presents annual, uh, the first volume, cover dated August 1999, published by Dark Horse Comics. The story is entitled, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Tournament. And the Persona Dramati include, but nah, I'll hold off for a minute. I'll let you guys know that at the end of the story because there's kind of a cool person involved in the story. But we start off by seeing Usagi and Katsuichi, his uh, sensei. As they are on their way to a tournament, the narrator tells us when Usagi was young, so this is a young Usagi story, he studied swordsmanship under Katsuichi, the hermit of the mountains. And for those that may not have access to the stories, uh, Katsuichi is a lion, I believe, a, a lion of much age because he has more hair in his eyebrows, mustache, and beard than I, at 51, probably have on my entire body. Um, yeah, I know that's kind of a gross thought, and now in retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have made that comparison, but there it is. It, it's, it's out there. Um, he also has a very long mane that uh, gives him a long, l- long hair down his back all the way almost to his feet. But also, there's enough mane for him to have a top knot that's not a knot. It's uh, some of the mane is in a top knot, but it also flows out uh, past the bindings that pull it out from the rest of the mane like a top knot would. Okay, so rather than just being a, a bump on top of his head, it's another long flowing uh, section of hair that comes up over his head quite a bit and then cascades down his back a little bit. So all of that, I think, is to indicate that he has seen some uh, some sun-moon combinations uh, in his in his lifetime. Also of note, for me anyways, is the walking staff, or maybe just staff, uh, that Katsuichi uses. And I believe in every appearance where he has uh, been traveling of any sort, his staff at the top has one of those gourds affixed to the top. Uh, in my mind, that always denotes some sort of um, monkish, uh, religious kind of student, a a religious man, whether it be, you know, Japan, whether it be Buddhist or Doist, or I'm not sure if the Shinto priests traveled like that, but it, it puts me in mind of some sort of traveling priest uh, because of the gourd. I have no idea if that's accurate or not. I do know that the gourd uh, has a lot of mythological and folklorish symbology for Japan and other cultures, uh, for that matter. So, I don't know to the extent that what I have seen is meant to relay the message I have received, or if the message I have received is of my own making, and it is not what's intended. 
um, by the use of the gourd on the staff of someone that uh, appears to be of some religious, <clears throat> excuse me, journey standing. But Usagi is very excited. This is his first tournament, uh, and he's not just going to be an observer. He's going to be a participant according uh, to, well, according to him, actually. He's rather boisterous and, and bouncing up and down on his way to the tournament. I do want to apologize if my voice is a little bit more difficult to listen to than what it normally is. I seem to be having some talking issues today for some reason. Not sure why. Hopefully it doesn't get too bad. But uh, Usagi's very excited. So excited that in the in the brush he uh, scares a Tokage. I always dig seeing the Tokages because Spot was one of my favorite characters and Unfortunately, he went, you know, fairly early in Usagi's stories, went on to other things. But, uh, of course, being the teacher, Katsuichi is telling Usagi, patience, all will come in time if you develop the skill. They get into town, and uh, people are mulling around. Some people are, are paying attention to them. Interestingly enough, I would think there are many combatants or apparent combatants mulling around town. So it wouldn't draw much attention, but they do from some of the people. Usagi gets all excited when he sees everything and uh, yells out, Hurry, Sensei, let's find the tournament field. And Katsuichi yells out, Usagi, wait! But Usagi takes off looking back at Katsuichi. He doesn't realize, runs headlong into another young combatant who, uh, this one is a female, the counter to Usagi, of course, and runs into her knocks her down. He trips himself and falls rather sprawlingly, I might add. He uh, he does not fall gracefully at all, according to what Mr. Sakai draws here. Everyone is laughing at them. The young lady is quite upset because it was very evident that Usagi ran into her. To everyone except Usagi. Next time, watch where you're going. With eyes as big as you have, you should have seen me. He says as he's pointing at her uh, getting up. She exclaims, you ran into me, peasant. Usagi says, I'm not a peasant. I'm a shigyosha. See my boken? I'm here for the tournament. You? Ha! You're probably just a spectator. Usagi says, and you're not? Ha! I would challenge you, except you're just a girl. Now, of course, in today's age, um, I'm sure Mr. Sakai would be given much grief for that, but that's the way most little boys act, so um, she responds just, uh, maybe you're just scared, and he says what? I'm not scared of anything ah! and she says prove it, ah! and they run at each other with their boken, and I, I like the way that this panel is drawn of them fighting, uh, for several reasons first, the adults are all standing around smiling, because they think I would imagine that these kids are just so cute, well these two young people are not trying to be cute, okay? Both of them are pretty pissed, and they're actually trying to deliver painful blows to each other. And we can tell, because as they're facing each other, and they both are in poses that are, are rather, um, they're, of course, they're static poses, but it you, you can see that it's not just a relaxed pose. They have moved into the position that Mr. Sakai has drawn them in. But the cool thing is that in several places on either side of them and above them and in front of them there's a uh a, some kind of little symbolic drawing with the word tech 
and an exclamation point next to it, um, denoting the fact that they, their boken are striking each other as they are attacking and parrying in different positions around their body. And I, I think that's really cool and an excellent way to show that, you know, this movement is going on and we have just taken a snapshot and have not uh, been able to catch in this snapshot all, you know, 10 or 15 seconds that this has been going on. This is just one second, but there have been other things going on as well. Uh, then we see some more um, actionable panels by them. Uh, uh, for them, I mean, excuse me. Uh, we see that Usagi leaps over an attack from the young lady. Uh, she ducks beneath an attack from Usagi. They both kind of are jumping up and about in the next panel. And then for, for the final attack, Usagi uh, probably leaps, it looks like, and yells out at her. But she does something. Um... We have a pow. Uh, we don't see any point on his body that shows where she hit him. But he goes sprawling in a rather um, ungraceful way. I don't know if she tripped him. I don't know if she, you know, who knows, hit him in the head, hit him in the butt. And it's hard to say. But he's falling, sprawling, lost his boken. And she says as she is, she is turned completely away walking away, throwing this statement over her shoulder as she looks back at Usagi. I would stay to thrash you some more, but I'm already late. And uh, one of the adults, haha, best duel of the day, as he's walking away. And all this time, Katsuichi just watched. He never, he never did anything to interfere, to stop. Now he walks up to Usagi and uh, tells him, uh, Usagi says she... She beat me, Sensei. Ah, looks like maybe she got him on the head, because now we see a welt coming up on his head here, perhaps. Uh, Katsuichi says, I knew she would. That's why I didn't stop the fight. And Usagi says, what? Katsuichi continues, you ran into her. It was your fault, but you were embarrassed when everyone laughed at you. Instead of apologizing, and you should have done, you blamed her. You were arrogant, Usagi. You needed a lesson in humility. Now let's go home. And Usagi says, but we haven't seen the tournament. And Katsuichi tells him, you've experienced enough for one day, student. There is much for you to ponder. And as they're leaving, Usagi thinks, I'll keep practicing and someday I'll show her. I should have asked her name. Come along, Usagi. Coming, sensei, he says as he's running up behind him. Now we follow the little girl and she's running, runs into a, a building, perhaps a dojo. He says, father, have you fought yet? And her father says, I'm preparing for my duel now. Where have you been, Tomoe? Ah, yes. She says, I ran into a troublemaker. Boys, what idiots. I hope I never see him again. Well, but he was sort of cute, which just, you know, takes her father by surprise. I guess she's never really spoken of boys. And then in the final panel, it's a half-page panel, and it, uh, the narrator tells us Tomoe and Usage did meet again many years later, but neither connected the other with that half-remembered incident so many years ago. So, uh, the dramatis personae, Miyamoto Usagi as a youngster, Katsuichi, his teacher, and his first interaction with Tomoe Ame, who uh, they will go on to be the, the bestest of bestest of friends, acquaintances, uh, 
comrades, you know, they, so far, you know, they've interacted in and out of each other's lives several times, and several times so far in Usagi's lifetime, they have saved each other's life, they have helped each other, they, you know, so she has become a, a very integral part of his life. Uh, those of you that have been reading or have read Usagi, you know, obviously you know that. Those of you that are new to this, um, be let, let it be known that they will be very important to each other as, as time goes on. And I believe that is everything. Let me look at my notes here. We do have some terms. We've seen the terms before. Uh, sensei, which is the teacher. Shigyosha, which is uh, warrior in training. And the Boken, which are the wooden, um, I want to say practice swords. I'm not sure if there is a distinct art related to the wooden sword, but they, they are most often, I think, used as, as practice weapons the Boken. Next time out, Usagi Ojimbo Volume 3, that's the Dark Horse Volume, number, uh, issue number 33, dated November 1999 from, of course, Dark Horse Comics. I will talk to you guys then. Ciao. The Ronin Rabbit Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.